welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back as we dive into a brand new series, a series that I believe is a great dovetail from coming from uh, a whole uh, series that we did on rejection but something that affects all of us every single day at multiple levels. This is something that is so uh, detrimental for us to understand, yet so few people do understand it, or at least if they understand it, they don't practice it. And even if they practice it, they may not really realize how much damage or inspiration they're bringing to themselves as a result. So what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about the power of words. Now just hold on because I don't want you to formulate what this is going to be about yet. We're going to dive into the psychology. We're going to dive into the science behind words. We're going to help you really understand how the words are affecting you from the cellular level all the way to the relational level to the the day-to-day function. Your ability to, to lock into new habits, to new ideas. Your ability to move out of difficult things like rejection and why words can be a game changer or can seal the deal for your fate in, in a horrible way. So I, I really want you to, to, to stay with me throughout this series because I believe this could change your life and potentially the lives of those around you. Words are incredibly important. And not enough teachers or leaders, at least not where I live here in the West, discuss how important our words are. And we just let whatever fly out of our mouth without even giving it a second thought. And, you know, children are from the age zero to seven are in theta brainwave state, which means they're in a programming state. And everything that you say to them, they absorb it like a sponge. So this is why we need to be especially careful as to how we speak to young children. Now, if you happen to be a young child that was spoken to harshly, in which case I was on many occasions, uh, or perhaps you are influencing someone uh, or you know someone who's, who's at that age state, I would encourage you to, to, to share this series with them and to, to spend some time to really dissect this as we walk through it together because this is, like I said, incredibly life-changing and, and not enough teaching on it specifically, okay? So we've all heard the old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's a bunch of garbage. (laughs) This is a a phrase that so many of us heard in childhood. And, And it was, I guess, sort of a way for our parents to help us to cope with ugly words that were spoken to us. But the, the plain fact is that they're very damaging. The statistics are off the chart today in terms of how social media has damaged kids uh, at all ages and all, all age groups and even young adults have been damaged by words either written, put on social media, texted, spoken. Um, it doesn't really matter how they come at us. It's hard to shake them off. It's almost like they, 
They're blood suckers and they attach themselves to us and we can't seem to get rid of them and they suck the life out of us as we rehearse them over and over and over and over in our heads. And, and again, it does not matter the age. It, it does hurt. It does damage. Scientific studies actually show that positive and negative words not only affect us at a deep psychological level, but they have a significant impact on the outcome of our overall lives. So when we're talking about neuroscience and in the studies that have been done on it, we need to understand that, you know, um, painful or negative words increase what's called implicit processing, which is IMP, within the subgenual anterior cingulate cortex. Now, it's a lot of big fat words, uh, but, but just put frankly, okay, it, it's basically uh, the studies prove that negative words release stress and anxiety inducing hormones, which we know what those are, right? Because we've talked about them again and again, adrenaline and cortisol and, and, you know, and, and all of the, all the really ugly stress hormones that, that tend to eat away at our brains and can literally even create holes in our brains if it goes on too long in life, which case in point is why a lot of the prisoners that they uh, do PET scans on discover they've got holes that are black holes, what it looks like black holes in their frontal cortex these are people that probably grew up in the very the most adverse circumstances and had things spoken over them that were just horrific. And and no one ever taught them how to process them. And nobody was there for them to show them, you know, that they were worthy, that they were people of value. And so then all they could do is just sit there and rehearse it again and again and the damage is done. I'm not saying that's always the case, okay? When I say something like that, I'm not saying it's always the case. But in many, many, many cases, that is typically what's going on, okay? We've talked before in many of the series that I've done about the neurochemistry, you know, about how serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine are necessary for our happiness, our joy, and how those can be produced. And the fact that when we're lacking in those, that's typically when we're diagnosed with depression. I mean, this is all stuff that is just, it is what it is. In other words, you're a machine and this is how you function and you can't change that. So words are a big part of that, okay? Um, additionally, a study found that increased levels of anxiety in children associated with higher rates of negative self-talk uh, ended up playing a huge role in the generation or maintenance of anxiety in normal children. So in other words, you can look at a whole generation and see how it turned out for them in general and how they processed them. Um, you know, you've heard many times about the importance of, you know, how we, we need to think happy thoughts. And I want to get into that more tomorrow. Uh, but I also have a lot more to tell you about the psychology behind this because I really want you to get a handle on words. And we're going to use some specific examples in the days to come. So please come back and join us because some of these examples are going to shock you. They're things you've probably said or heard multiple times and never really thought about their meaning. So please join me back tomorrow. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. And words are a part of that routine.